All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. I am your host, Asia Abstin, and you know, I've got somebody on the show that's really going to help us out today because you guys know I am the master of making money. Like I make money in my sleep. I make money by accident. Keeping money ain't really my jam. I'm really not super great at that. So I had to finally tap in with someone who knows how to keep money, is going to teach us how to keep money. Carter Cofield, welcome to the show, my G. Thank you so much for having me. I love I love the intro because yeah, I want you to make the bag, but I also want you to keep the bag, right? So let's let's, let's focus on keeping the bags today. And that's why you're here because <laughs> I am a bill runner upper. It is my profession. Um, I can spend it all day, but when it's time to keep it, when we go beyond like automated savings and automated investments, other than that, I don't know what to do. So that's why I had to tap in with you. For the people who don't know you, Carter, give them a little background. Tell them, you know, where you're from and what you're about. Oh, dope. Okay. So my name is Carter Cofield. I'm a CPA, which means Certified Public Accountant. I am from the uh, South Side of Chicago, just like you. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I, uh, well, actually, story-wise, my parents died when I was in high school, but that was one of the best things that happened to me because they forced me to grow up faster than my friends, right? I mean, in, 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 in the most positive way possible, right? I'm a person, we can't control what happens to us. All we can do is control how we respond to it, right? So you, you, you gotta find the, the peace in the story. So for me, like I had to grow up faster than my friends. Like, I was a C student, but when my parents passed, it, it made me become like super focused on school and super goal-driven. So um, I ended up putting myself through college, getting my CPA license, working at one of the best accounting firms in the world. Then I looked around and was like, yo, is this it? Like, is this the rest of my life for real? Like, you know, so I ended up uh, leaving and started my own firm, One Goal, and that was to teach entrepreneurs how to live tax-free. And I've been doing that for about 10 years now. Okay, that is how you turn tragedy into triumph, honey. I ain't never heard nobody with a silver lining like that. Like you, I love. We love to see it. That is very Chicago of you. Hey, look, you, you got you got to turn you got to turn the poverty into prosperity. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're doing on this side. One hundred percent. I love that. Um, so you have a bunch of alphabets behind your name. I don't know what all these letters mean. We got CPA, PFS, uh, A, B, C, D, F, G. What does all that mean? And how does it help me keep some more of my money? <laughs> so, yeah. So CPA means that, I'm a, again, I'm a certified public accountant. But that basically means it's like, yo, everybody's number one expense is taxes. Do you understand that people on average pay 40% of their lifetime income in taxes? Ghetto. That's unacceptable. 40%. That's that number's not going to work for right? me. That's no, not going to work. So... So I got my CPA license because I wanted to understand how taxes work. And then I got my personal financial specialist license because I also not only want to help my, my clients save the money on taxes, but now that I help them save $100,000, we have to now start investing in that money. So I got my PFS so I can have my investment um, certification to help them invest as well. Okay, see y'all, it's, it's letters and they mean things. So that's why I'm these questions. So y'all ain't got to go Google them because I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, so before we get too deep into the money, which is my favorite thing, um, I need a beverage. I need to know, what does Carter drink? What is the Get Drunk Cocktail of the Week? 
What do you recommend to the people who, when they need to sit down and do their taxes and get this government 40% of their money, what beverage should they be drinking to make it go down a little easier? <laughs> so I actually just um, got my own at-home bar installed like Ooh. a couple of weeks ago. So that, that was one of my like life goals like as an adult. I have to get a bar at home. So I have one, um, but the drink I'm going to tell you all about is called a picante. Oh, uh, it's, it's getting spicy already. I like that. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm a member at uh, this members only club called Soho House. And it's their like trademark drink, a picante. Now, I don't know how to make it yet, but um, I was trying to find a recipe and I couldn't find it before the episode. But guys, if you, ha- if you have an opportunity, go to Soho House and get a picante. You will not regret it. Mm, okay, I like that vibe. We do have a Soho Beach House here in Miami. I will be sure to get one in your honor next time <laughs> I am there. Um, I'm 98% sure that it has Ancho Reyes and tequila in it, but you know me, y'all. I will put the recipe in the show notes. Don't worry about it. I only bartended for a decade. You know, I got this for you. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it, Carter. I'll figure it out for you. Up the content. And shout out to grown men having at-home bars. Like, the ladies like that. That's on another note, but I'm just letting you know that's a, yes. Write that down, y'all. Okay. Yes, got it. <laughs> now, like I said, I am not great at keeping money. I am better at making it, right? So is keeping money, was that personally important to you? Was it important to the community? Like, is that what made you seek taxes out? Like, did you know about that 40% number that people paid before you got into the tax business? Yeah. So like, you know, being a kid from the South Side of Chicago, you kind of have to get a job early or you'll be kicked out the house. At least that's how my house was. Right. So I'm going to work and I'm like, all right, they told me I'll get X amount of dollars an hour so I can do math because I'm good, I'll be good at math. So I would project what my paycheck is going to be. And then when I get it, it's like, the math ain't math. I'm like, yo, like the math ain't like, what's what's happening here? And like, yo, it's this thing called tax there, but I have to pay. So I'm like, yo, I don't like this. And for me, anything you don't, you know, you don't like or you or you fear, you need to understand it, right? So it helped me begin my dive into taxes. And I'm like, okay, this is something I need to learn about if I'm going to, um, you know, be great at this whole money thing. So I, I started learning about taxes. And then like one of the craziest things that I learned about taxes was that the tax code, so many people are scared of it, right? It's like taxes, I gotta I'll put my head down and pay them. But the tax code was actually made to benefit entrepreneurs and investors. So instead of hiding from it, all you have to do is get on the right team, right? So that's what helped me seek, seek out entrepreneurship at an early age. Mm, heard that. And who was your first introduction? Like you say, your parents weren't with you. Did you have a mentor in your life or you straight didn't learn until you got to college? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I kind of did, I didn't have a mentor until I graduated college, but my, my favorite mentors were books, right? Hello. Come on somebody. Y'all about to learn something. (laughs) I'm telling y'all, man, it's so much knowledge in books. And one of the books I read was, uh, called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And that book is life-changing. It talks about money, it talks about investments, and it has a big portion in there about taxes. So I really kind of leaned into that part. And I was like, yo, like, imagine like what I could do if I had 40% of my money back, right? Mm. Like how much, how much more would I actually be able to make? So it just got me diving into this, um, into this tax realm and like 
for you as a spender, like, what if I told you that you can get the IRS to pay your bills for you? That's what I'm saying, because the way Maserati be wanting their money every month, something ain't right. Something got to shake. (laughs) Something got to shake, right? So, like, yeah, so I, I just love teaching people, like, yo, like, there's legitimate ways to get the IRS to pay your bills for you. And you already spend this money anyway. So why not have this money that you're spending um, come out of the tax money that you owe? I love that. That is a major play. Y'all grab a notebook. We about to get into it because the way Capital One be taking this money from me is not going to work. Like, no. So this got to start coming out of my Chase Inc. preferred. Like, this this (laughs) shit ain't shaking. So right. Talk to me about something I found really intriguing that you talk about on your platform, which is tax-free living. Like, how is that a thing? How is that possible? Ain't that what our homies went to jail for? Like, what am I missing out here? What is tax-free living for entrepreneurs? Got you. So let me break it all the way down for you, because this is so important, I think, for people just to understand before I start giving you tips and tricks. So again, number one, the tax code is, is nothing more than an incentive system, right? The government is gonna give you things that they want you to do, and if you do them, they will reward you for them, right? So again, the tax code was made to benefit us entrepreneurs and us investors, because if you're a business owner, you're creating jobs. If you're an investor, you're stimulating the economy. So you're doing what they want you to do. So knowing that, right, if you do what they want, they'll give you huge tax breaks. And essentially, if you do what they want enough throughout the year, you won't pay any taxes, period. So you mentioned the your vehicle. So I think that's a great place to start. Can we start there? Please, can we? Because I'm okay. trying to pay for it. Okay, so, so basically, if you're a business owner and you use your car for business, the IRS will let you deduct all expenses associated with your vehicle, right? So if you use it for business, like driving to client meetings or driving to, to supply store to pick up supplies, you get to deduct expenses associated with your car. So that could be lease payment, car insurance, gas, car washes, all that but it gets better. Um, remember how I told you like the, the tax code is an incentive system. So if you follow the incentives, you're going to be good. A couple of years ago, the automobile industry was getting destroyed, right? People weren't buying cars like that, especially heavy cars because gas is going up. So the IRS was like, all right, how can we get people to buy these bigger vehicles? Oh, we'll give them a huge tax break. So what they did is if your car weighs over 6,000 pounds, you get to write off or get a tax deduction for the full cost of the car in the year that you purchase it. Mm. So if, if you had a hundred thousand dollar Range Rover, I'm actually about to ride Range Rover in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be about a hundred grand. If I put five grand down and finance it, I still get a hundred thousand dollar tax deduction this year for just driving the car I want to drive. Ooh. And I tell people like, like this is all, everybody can do this. I'm not special. We just have to understand how it works. Right. I love that. I love that so much. I mean, I do want a Lamborghini Urus, but it don't weigh 6,000 pounds. But I know you're going to get it, it me does. Play on it that. Does. It does. Okay. It does. Okay. It does. Okay. $425,000 and it weighs over 6,000 pounds. And if you decide to get it, you will get a $425,000 tax deduction. Perfect. It does make the seat. Now, see, that's why I need you in my life because the way this Urus is set up is calling me. I'm ready to trade in my mind. Like it's time. And I think the least the government could do is give me the 428 bet. The least they could do is give it back to me. I love that so much. I know Escalades are on the list. G-Wagons are on the list. All those um, SUVs, most of them, right? You can put in your business name, get a write-off and make shit shake. Facts. And, I, and I'm all about like y'all, like as black people, we love to flex. 
but let's flex different. Like, let's get the biggest flex is, is getting the IRS to pay for it. So, like, that, yes. that's the flex you want to do. Because they're not giving us reparations. So, we got to figure it out some other way. Please, let's money. talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it. Like, so I'm actually coming out with a merch line. Um, and, the, and, the, and the line is going to be you buy things to show off, I buy things to write off. We are not the same. I love you know it. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to send you my hex code so I can get a custom color. Okay. There you go. There I'm you play go. around. I need it in absent blue. I need it. All right, y'all. So if you see this Lamborghini pull up, you know what had happened because I ain't paying for it. Um, Tax-free living means that, okay, I can put my car in my business's name. What about my home? What about rent? What other mm. plays can I do regarding my business that'll help me write things off? Yeah, so that's a great point. So tax-free living to me is about before you spend any money, ask yourself this one important question. Can I get the IRS to pay for it? Because if you could find a way to get the IRS to pay for all your expenses, then essentially uh, that's going to wipe out all the money that you might owe in your taxes. So before I do anything, I ask myself, like, hey, is there a way to get the IRS to pay for this expense. So let's take it from traveling. Do you like to travel? I love it. Okay. I love to travel too. So before I take any trip, I'm like, yo, like, can I make this trip tax deductible? And um, the answer is yes. All you gotta do is a little strategy. So I'll give you a hack. Let's say I came to Miami. Let's say I was coming to Miami just to kick it, right? You live in Miami, right? Yep, paradise. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll actually be in Miami on the 16th of March for a mastermind. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going, I'm at the 16th of October for a mastermind. So I'll definitely go hit you oh, up. pull up on um, me, for sure. Yeah, I, I got you. So let's say I was going to Miami for like a, a birthday trip, right? That's not business. I can't deduct that. But if I said, yo, I'm going to come be with Asia, take her to lunch and have a business lunch so we can catch up. I now have to come to Miami to see you. So therefore I can write off the flight there and back and my lodging as long as I meet with you and it's, it's, a, it's a business meeting. So now I just turned this personal trip that I was taking to Miami anyway. All I did was set up a business meeting with a colleague and now I'm able to deduct the trip, the lodging and the meal that we sit down and have. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. You speaking my language, cuz. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The way that the four seasons be getting this money out of me. Why am I paying for this? That's all I'm thinking about while you're talking is why am I paying yeah. for this when the IRS could pay for it? This is I'm ridiculous. As I'm saying, so like, you know, we have businesses for a reason. Our businesses are assets and our businesses can pay for these expenses for us. Uh, I was actually sitting down with Ellie. So me and Ellie have like weekly Soho lunches mm -hmm. out here in L.A. Mm -hmm. And um, I be seeing the her reaction. Vibes. Saying, I be wondering where yeah, my invitation yeah. is. Yeah, it's cool. I'm going to be out there this week, though. I got I news to Ellie. Hey, girl. <laughs> for sure. We go. We go link up. But um, but yeah, to that point, like. You know, I was telling her the same thing. I'm like, you have all these expenses. And her reaction was just like, you were like, why am I paying for it? I'm like, exactly. Period. We need to have the uh, IRS pay for it for you and have your business pay for it for you. So that's like, if I can get everybody to understand this, like the, pow the power in this, like you can have 100,000 extra dollars in your business every year, mm. right? Just by moving the expenses out of your personal to your business account. I love that so much. And guys, this is why I'm screaming to y'all, like literally begging you to launch businesses for so many reasons, just because the government don't care about y'all, don't care about me, don't care about Carter. They gave y'all $600 when mm. the whole world fell apart in the panini. Okay, can how... We, can how we... <laughs> Like, what else do you need to confirm that these people don't care about you? 
let's sit here for a second. Can we sit here for a second of like Please, starting a business? I got all the time in the world. I, okay, because like I, I get goosebumps just like thinking about it. Like, yo, like I truly believe that there is no excuse for anybody not to at least have a side hustle. Agreed. And hear me out. Whatever your job is paying you to do from nine to five, somebody on the street will pay you to do from five to nine. Oh, so so whether you're a, a, a marketer, a lawyer, accountant, um, you know, a dropship, like whatever your profession is, whatever they pay you to do down to five, somebody will gladly pay you to do outside the work hours. And once you start making money outside of work, you're now a sole proprietor or you're now a freelancer, business owner. And now all these expenses that come with your profession, your laptop, your phone bill, your internet, you now can deduct these in your side business. So my mom thing is like, Side business can help you make more money and save money on taxes at the same time. Mm, double whammy. Double whammy. Double it's whammy. So there's no win, excuse. Y'all. Come on now. No excuse. Come on, Everybody somebody. needs to have a business. Come on I now. I agree 8 million percent. Multiply that by black. Multiply that by <laughs> women. Okay? So y'all, and I don't want to hear it. On yeah. my page, I am constantly giving you guys income ideas, business ideas. Let's get into it. We have no excuse. And then we're going to run up the bag and Carter's going to teach us how to keep it. Okay. There's just no excuse. There's no, there's no excuse. I could no not agree more. And let me tell you what's something about the black women in the entrepreneur space. I said this on my, on my story talk the other to day. Talk to us. Talk to, uh, talk no, to me. I, 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 am, I am so impressed at all the black women entrepreneurs that I that I know and that I see they are crushing it so fast it makes no sense and I think it's because like again it's in society like black women are like just judged the most out of anybody in society so we you all have this like hard skin this tough skin and this just drive and when you're able to like own your time and own your life like you all turn that drive into just crazy success so i'm just here to give a round of applause to all the black women entrepreneurs so y'all are like when i say y'all are goals in the entrepreneur space like y'all are killing it i could not agree more thank you so much we appreciate the love and the recognition and that's big facts put me in the game coach we've been saying that for 400 years put me in the game coach and watch how we run the ball and that's why i'm hard or my audience, because I know what we can achieve. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've done it myself. All of my peers have done it. It's just a matter of putting one foot in front of the other, getting started and letting that snowball continue to run. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, I've got another question for you. What percentage of our money should we even be putting up for taxes? Let's say we just start a business brand new and we... Mm delineate an account just for taxes what percent ballpark or does it depend on what type of business we're in great great question so let's take it back a little bit actually first let's talk about business financial setup just for financial success right mm -hmm. as a business owner we should have minimum three business bank accounts why do i say a minimum of three because we need uh, one bank account for income one for expenses and then one for taxes, right? And guys, because we're business owners, the government is not taking money out of our paycheck. So we need to set aside a certain percentage. So to answer your amazing question, Asia, um, I recommend 25% I be of asking all your for money. myself. I be asking yeah. for myself. Just so, just, that's why my question is good because I'm asking for but, me. <laughs> yeah, acting act for a friend. Friend is me. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I recommend setting aside 25% 
for taxes. Um, if you're a service-based business owner, like a service-based business owner, we have high profit margins, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're if you have like a product-based business where you're gonna have like cost of goods sold, like let's say you sell a merch, you can lower that percentage to about 15 or 20. Mm-hmm. But I think on average, 25% is good because you're gonna have you're gonna cover your tax bill and you might have a little bit of something left over, but 25% is just a great number. So the, for the rest is yours, but please guys. Put that money aside. Act like it's not there, yep. and then you know, and then you you won't be you won't be uh, scared when that when that tax bill comes because you already have the money set aside. I, amen, because it's gonna hurt to pay it either way you slice it, but it hurts hey, a lot less. Well, you don't have not to even spend, thinking about it, yeah, right? Exactly, when it's exactly. already stacked, already in the corner, and ready to go. Okay, so this entire episode is a get rich tip. This is a massive forty-five minute get rich tip, but. Do you have just a little nugget that you would call a get rich tip of the week for the people? Get rich. T- oh, I got it. Got it. Okay. it oh, that was in great. Okay. Y'all, that was quick. eyes that was lit quick. up. I'm excited. Yeah, Write no, this down. Write this down. Here it comes. And this is, this is free game. Like my clients pay me like five figures to just talk about this right in, in, in our meetings. So I'm giving y'all some free game because uh, y'all my people. So my get rich tip is to hire your friends and family into your business. Mm. Hear me out. When you hire your friend and, friends and family into the business, not only do you keep the money in your circle, right? That which is huge, right? Let's keep that money circulating within the people I love. But number two, and more importantly, all activities that you do with these people now that they are contractors or employees becomes a tax deductible expense. Let me explain. Because my sister works with me in my business, every time I take my sister to dinner, and I love my sister more than anybody in this world, every time I take my sister to dinner, I get to write off that expense because she's a contractor of mine, right? Take it a step further. I um, had my birthday in Medellin, Colombia. I had like a $6,000 Airbnb, and um, I covered it for all my friends. I was able to write off that entire trip because all of my friends work in my business with me. So we had our annual meeting in Medellin, Colombia for a few days. We had one meeting a day, we took pictures, and now I was able to write off my entire birthday trip, right? So it's just, it doesn't stop. So you, you want to keep the money, keep, keep the people around you close, pay them, and then all activities with them become tax deductible. I love it, y'all. I, lo- I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you other than write that down, write launch down. the business, launch the implement business. when repeats like I what else <laughs> right that, I mean put that on a t-shirt I mean, like it, I mean I'm I'm just trying to get some game because like this is like look all the wealthy people I hang out with right black orange green they're all doing this right this is not a this is not a white play this is a wealthy play right period, period right you see you see my generational wealth shirt I got on and like I'm all about um especially our people since we're so behind just understanding what people have been doing for hundreds of years we're just late mm-hmm. to the party mm-hmm. so um you know being a black man in the space i want to appeal to my people and show them that yo we can do this too yep a hundred percent nobody is smarter than you nobody is smarter than us they just had a head start by 400 years and now we got to play catch up but the blessing is that platforms like this exist people like harder exist we are out here giving y'all free game on the internet all day long all you got to do is implement that's it we we love to see it and actually talking about that trip right asking for myself i have (laughs) 
the Get Rich Girls Trip 2022. It's coming up and I am taking 20 of my students to Bali, Indonesia. Mm. What should I be doing? Do I... It, do I need to have a workshop going on so this whole thing can be a business trip? What do I need to well, first, do? Yeah, first of all, the whole thing is a business trip. It's, it's, it's a mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. So all you have to do to, because I'm all about documentation, right? So if you if you all are ha have meetings out there, you know what I'm saying, every day, you want to take pictures of the meeting, keep a log of everybody who's there, in every meeting that you had, and then what was discussed. Because we want to make sure we have our T's crossed and our I's dotted if the IRS decides to, you know, audit us or whatever. But, like, if these are you people that you work with, people that pay you, right, these are, this is a mastermind. So this whole thing is tax-deductible tax expense. The flights, the meals, first of all, if you get the food catered to the house for your people, that's tax-deductible as well, and the lodging. So you just want to make sure you keep accurate records. And, yeah, like, not only can you flex with your gang, but, like, the IRS is paying for it. So it is it, it, different. You know what I'm saying? I love it. Y'all heard it here first. You know that the Get Rich Girls trip Bali 2022 is happening. The link is in my show notes, excuse me, to apply to come. That's happening in April. And I'm going to just go and start upgrading some shit because Carter said they paying for it. So <laughs> it was already five star, but we might have to get a PJ at this point because you're getting me all wild <laughs> you getting me all excited y'all um <laughs> so what type of things are you seeing new entrepreneurs do wrong in the tax space like what are we just mm. failing at yeah so <laughs> the the biggest it's thing probably I see a people... long list because I, I saw that last yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like where do i start but no it's just a lack of information like a knowledge and that's why we're here the one of the biggest things i see people mess up is not separating their personal expenses from their business expenses, right? Ooh, all these write-offs, mm -hmm. all these write-offs we're talking about is dope, but if you don't, if you can't track it, then it never happened, yep. right? If all of this is coming in and out of your personal account, you don't know what flight that was back in April. Was it business or personal? So none of these deductions are possible unless you're able to track them and calculate them. So number one, the number one thing that I see people not doing is not having a business account set up and then not having a, a software in place like QuickBooks to organize all of your finances for you. That's the biggest thing. If people do that, they're just, they're already ahead of the game. Mm, love that. And I love that because it's so simple, guys. You need one EIN, one bank account, one QuickBooks, pay for everything from that one account, that one card, done. That is like 98% of the work so that when you get in touch with somebody like Carter and he sits in front of your portfolio and your finances, you make life easier for him. He can make you more money and you keep more money and everybody wins. But when you show up with 17 different cards and most of them had your personal name on it, we in trouble. And the IRS gonna be looking at you crazy. Crazy. And that's how people crazy. go to jail. Look, we ain't going to jail. <laughs> I, I can, I can, we, we ain't going to jail. Okay, I can promise you one thing. If I can promise you one thing, we ain't, we ain't doing that. Okay. That's a good uh, promise. That's a good yeah. promise I love. Okay, so what is one myth that you see floating around, you know, on the Twitter fingers about taxes that is completely untrue? Is there anything that you hear people always talking about that they can do or get away with or whatever that is false that you want to just dispel for the culture right now. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm a, I'm going to say this. 
So the biggest myth I see people say is that um, tax season is January through April. Oh, okay. Let me break, this, on, let me break this down. I'm, I'm slow it down. I'm break this down for you. So there are two tax seasons. Most people think it's one. There's tax paying season and there's mm-hmm. tax saving season. Okay. Tax paying season is January through April. At that point, there's nothing that a good CPA can do because after the end of the year, we can't implement any more strategies. So tax saving season is October through December. This is where you sh- this is the time you should be linking with the CPA to build a tax plan for you to save money. Right. Most people come like, hey, it's January. Can you help me save money? Like the year's closed out. It's already done. But if you if you sit with the CPA the last quarter of the year, that's tax saving season. And if you take care of business during tax saving season, you won't be worried during tax paying season. Got it. So when it's time for me to donate to charity, I need to do it in December. <laughs> exactly. You can't. When it's time to buy the whip, buy it in December. When it's time to buy a whip, you have to do it before the year ends. When it's time to pay the charities, you have to do it before the year ends. When it's time to pay your kids tax free, all of these things have to be done before December thirty first. So most people like I'm gonna do it in January. It's too late. So I want people to start planning this uh this last quarter of the year exactly i love it well that's perfect timing y'all this show is going to be coming out in october you are getting a heads up you are getting clarity on what needs to be done so you can keep more of your money i love that so much um how do we find you're only one man you're only one business you're only one you 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 only got so many hours in the day how can the rest of us find tax professionals that can take advantage of these types of tax codes like how do we go to h&r block who do we holler at <laughs> what's the parameters a, what do what do they need to know so that we know that they know what they're talking about <laughs> that's a great question because like i didn't know finding a good cpa was hard like i didn't know that because i thought it was just easy but so many people um told me that finding a good cpa was hard so i ended up coming out with and i didn't plan to talk about this but i, I came up with a tax i love it exclusive yeah, yeah I, I came up with a tax-free living mentorship right where people get to come sit with me once a month to answer questions they get access to my to my from my curriculum as well but more importantly i created a vetted list of cp of black cpas that that black CPAs, I trust, I vet, and they're industry specific. So if you join the mentorship, you get a list of 10 CPAs across 10 different industries to understand who should be helping you with tax planning and tax preparation. Oh, that is major. Like that would help people out so much. And it doesn't matter what state they're in and you're in, right? That's, that's so right. So CPAs, we're not lawyers, okay? We don't have to pass the bar in 50 states. All we have to do is pass the CPA exam one time in any state and we can practice in all 50 states. So people like, hey man, I need a CPA in my state. No, you need a CPA <laughs> need that a understands CPA, your industry. Yeah, Got exactly. It. Exactly, exactly. And I'll I'll give you a link to that, uh, to that mentorship and actually have affiliate links. So if you want to uh, get that, I'll send that to you as well. We love it. You know, I like passive income. So y'all make hey, sure you tap in at the link in the show notes because I love exclusive. There will be a list for you guys to be able to find reputable dipped in black CPAs to help you help yourself. I will absolutely be tapping into that. I think that is a major, major resource. Um, I got another question for you. So I'm thinking about buying a property, right? Mm-hmm. But 
buying property when you launch a business is ghetto. Okay. Mm -hmm. These people are Mm -hmm. like, you don't have a job. I'm like, I don't need a job. I make a million dollars a day. I don't need a job. I I, I have that. I I am a job. I am the job. Literally city girls. I am the job. And they told me, no, ma'am, we don't care nothing about that. So basically I'm finding out that when you transfer your life from being an employee to being self-employed, there's all these like hopes for you to jump through. Do you have any advice for those new entrepreneurs who will be looking to buy homes? Like what type of things should we be looking for when it's time to get a mortgage and underwriting and all those good things? Yeah. So that's a great question. We all struggle with this entrepreneur. So let me, let me give you the game that I have that, that could probably help you. Um, so number one, I'm, I'm all about writing off as many expenses as you know, as you can so that you lower your na- income as much as you can. But in years that you're planning to get loans, you need to be proactively smart. If, if it's, let's say in 2022, you're planning to get a new car, you're planning to buy a property, all that, you need to not write off all your expenses because you want to show some in the income. And here's the thing, you don't lose them. You can carry those expenses forward, but you, you want to put all the loans you want to get, put them in one year, okay? Put them away if you want to buy a property, car, you want to buy a building, whatever. Because that year, we're going to recognize more income than we normally do because they want to see income and they want to see. Um, so so we're, we're not going to write off everything. And number two, which is a huge help, is remember I told you I have three different accounts. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of mortgage lenders, because I just closed on a property in Chicago. Yes. They want to see. Shout out here. Right. It's, it's, it's doing great as well. So. Um, they want to see tax returns, but even if your tax returns so, show low income, they will allow you to send over six months of bank statements, mm-hmm. right? And if you have an income account, then you, your income account doesn't have all these expenses coming out. So your income account looks pretty, it has all these inflows of money and like two outflows. So if you give them those six months of business bank statements, those will help you get approved for a loan as well. Oh, major. Write that down. Somebody write that down. <laughs> Text that to me. Screen, put that on my refrigerator because I need, <laughs> I need all of that information because this banking system is a scam, diddly am. They don't care how much cash you have. It don't work mm-hmm. like that. So I am just giving y'all a heads up. Uh, I know we think that we're just going to, you know, save our way to the top and be able to have the money to do it. And they don't care. So tap okay. in with one of these CPAs that can help you structure your situation early so that you don't show up with a realtor picking out your dream home and getting the oakley dokley because they don't yeah care. they ain't trying to hit none of that they, they don't want to hear nothing of that. of that no you yeah. in restoration hardware picking out furniture for a house you're not getting <laughs> like i just don't want that to happen to the people so i need to let them know ahead of time okay so tax-free living in the years that you are not getting these massive loans but in the other years, we are going to deduct and figure our shit out and keep as much exactly. money as we possibly can. And, and keep as much money as you possibly can. That's why, again, like when you meet with your CPA last quarter of the year, they're going to be like, hey, here's some strategies you can use to lower your taxes. Here's the dope part about it. I, I, I can't believe I mentioned this. If you 90% of your CPA is going to work for you for free. Pay attention. Because they're going to save you a good CPA, right? People that I work with, people I'll connect you with, they're going to save you more money than they ever could cost you. 
right? So essentially they're working for free. So if I say, hey, Asia, with this tax plan, I can help you save $75,000 in taxes. You got to pay $10,000 for it. You just saved $65,000. Sold. Send me the invoice. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So a good, guys, a good CPA should never cost you more than they save you. So they essentially work it for free. Heard. All right, y'all. I'm telling you the, the tips and the hacks are in here. Now you've got an ebook, right? With a lot of this information compiled in it. Yeah, yeah. So I actually came out with a tax-free living ebook because so many people are like, hey man, what can I deduct? Can I deduct this? Can I deduct that? So I came out with this ebook with a list of over 200 tax deductions in alphabetical order. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is, hey, if you don't know if you can write off um, supplies, open the book, go to S, and it's going to have supplies and tell you what you can deduct and how to do it. So this was the easiest thing I could create for starting out in mid-level entrepreneurs to not have to ask the questions, can I write this off or not? I love that, especially because y'all are not cheap. So having a CPA on deck that you can ask these questions to is costly. So an investment in an ebook like this that you can keep virtually forever because the stuff don't change that often mm -hmm. is a major, major key. Now, would you suggest that book as the book of the week or do you have another book for the Get Rich Read? Oh, that's a good, uh, my ebook's a good book, but I'm gonna give y'all, <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all a bonus. And, 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 and I mean this seriously, every entrepreneur should read this, you included. The book is called The Go-Giver. Okay. I've okay? never heard the, of it. I'm intrigued The Go-Giver. It, it's an amazing book because it teaches you that um, giving is more important than receiving. And not yes. only if you focus on giving, the overflow that you're going to receive into your business is more than you ever could have imagined. Come on, so somebody this, overflow. Uh, somebody say overflow uh, in the uh, chat. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We might have to get on a live because you get me. Uh-uh-uh. That's too much. I'm, no, it's not too much. We could definitely get on a live too. But um, but no, I'm I'm so serious because and it, like you know, in this business, especially this decade, so many people are money driven. And like if you sit back and focusing on how to give more value to your audience, like I know you do this with your audience, right? Like your true worth is determined by how much you, how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Mm. Okay. So that book is going to help every entrepreneur like double their revenue just for some simple principles. I love that. That is absolutely major. I will be getting on um, Prime now to see how I can get me a copy because literally the reason I have this podcast is so I can put other people on game. That's it. It's not you don't, you don't need this podcast. You didn't need the money. You need the time. I, I, I understand, right? And so I, I get it. And that's why I appreciate people like you because you don't have to do this, but you're At doing all. this and you're creating value. Yes, God. And not just my knowledge. I every week go out of my way to help and find people that can put my audience onto things that I don't know about. The people that are smarter than me in one genre and can teach us all. It's no point in me just booking Carter for myself when I can book the same amount of time to put on thousands of people that look like me. So I fully support that book because I support that concept. The more you give, the more you get, the universe will bless you 100 Stop being stingy with knowledge, resources, and information. We don't have time for that, y'all. We got the 10x the time that we have on this planet. <clears throat> this generation is not going to be left um, with much because our parents didn't have enough to give us. But our next generation can have 10x more than we've ever had. And it's up to people like us to do it. Yeah. And let me give a piece of, <clears throat> let me give a, a, a nugget Please. for people who, th who think 
that like they're giving away too much information for free. If you feel like you're giving away too much information for free in regards to your industry, that means you don't know enough. Period. You ain't the expert Period. you think you are. You ain't because the, there's no way. No there's way. no way that you can give away all the game that you have. You know too much, yep. and you keep learning and growing, so you become more valuable every single day. So you couldn't give it away. Yep. So that is just the easy way to just like stay in abundance, y'all. Stay in abundance. I love it. I agree with that. Ten million percent. Oh man, Carter, we gotta talk. Like I need, oh, I just need, I need all of it. I need the full package. I need the Platinum Express package. Platinum Express. Yeah, I, they they taking too much of my money, and I'm fed up. Yeah, I mean it's your money. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep I got it. To you gotta keep it in your pocket. I love it. Do you have any? last notes for the people how can they find you i will give them all the details in the show notes but do you want to give them an official carter send-off yeah i mean just follow me on instagram cofield underscore advisor i give away free game every day i post every day uh, about free tax game and just by following me you're going to save thousands of dollars so i just you know give it a shot you heard it here first y'all i love it you were a pleasure and i will see you guys next week peace